Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this portion of Computer and Technology Radio is brought to you by Kingston Technology and the maker of all those great drives. And uh, Bob Levitis, uh, Dr. Mack, is joining us today. Marsha is on vacation. She'll be back with us. She may call in at some point, uh, but we would love to uh, have her call in. And, Bob, thank you. And I didn't really give you a proper introduction, so let me do that. Uh, Bob is a computer columnist for the Houston Chronicle. Uh, he is the author of 50-plus books, including Mac OS X, Leopard for Dummies, iPhone for Dummies, and millions and millions and millions of books. Right, Bob? That's and me. still more to come? Uh, I hope so. All right. So I asked you the question, which you gave me the answer, no. Why can't you build your own Mac? Um, because there are pieces that you need to create a Mac that you're not allowed to have, like ah. the Mac uh, firmware, the ROM, the, the genetic code that makes it a Mac that Apple doesn't uh, sell I got separately it. And from you could actually you could build a Mac. You need to buy a Mac, rip it apart, <laughs> pull out the guts, and then you can put it in anything you want. Used to be you could kind of build a Mac. Used to be uh, before Steve Jobs came back, there were clones. And I remember clones, that. Sure, I worked for Power Computing, one of the, the the biggest cloner, and and what we did there was we bought generic boxes generic power supplies, off-the-shelf components, um, generic video cards, and we put it all together and sold it as a Mac-compatible system. So we were building our own, but at the time, we were allowed to buy the DNA from Apple. And, mm. uh, nobody's allowed to get that anymore, just Apple. And, you know, I have to say, I, I used to think that it was wrong for them to protect their DNA that way, but I've come to I've come to realize that that's the reason Macs run so smoothly, because Apple owns the whole widget. They own mm-hmm. the hardware, the software, the the BIOS, the operating system, the core applications, your mail and your browser and all that stuff. And because they control all of that, they can create a more seamless experience for the user. And and I think that you know. Especially in the last few years when you see this migration from Windows to Mac, I think people are starting to get it. You know, they try the Mac and they go, wow, that's cool. I can, I can actually edit video on this without buying anything new or calling tech support. Uh, so, you know, I'm not so, I'm not so, uh, angry anymore about, you know, not being able to build, yeah, not being able to build my own. Uh, Frank and Mac. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, now were you, did you, at one time, were you a PC guy or have you always pretty much been a Mac guy? My first computer was a Mac Plus. My first ever. Well, actually, I had, I had a, uh, some kind of Zenith computer that used my TV as its display one. <laughs> right, and you're I, had, yourself. I had some other, uh, tra- I had a Trash 80 for a while, but I, I didn't know what I was doing with it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just, so, it was a hand-me-down, and uh, Mac Plus was the first computer I took seriously, and I've been a Mac guy ever since. So, do you have, because you don't have, needless to say, the experience you have on a PC as you do on a Mac, uh, could you today say, gee, you know, a new PC, which they're so inexpensive these days, I mean, you can get a fully up-and-running, pretty decent machine for three, 400 bucks on a PC. What is the low-end side of a Mac, and does it compare well with the, with the $400 computer that you can buy in a PC? You know, 
I've seen comparisons like that done by guys like Mossberg who are really right. uh, who are really bilingual. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, the thing is, a Apple doesn't really play in that low end space very much, if at all. Mm-hmm. And, and b Apple gives you so many things that you you'd have to buy separately on the Windows side. Uh, it's very hard to get you know a, a accurate comparison apples to apples no pun intended right there is no 400 or 500 dollar apple there is the mac mini as you mentioned before right. the break and it's about i think 600 dollars mm-hmm. with no display but you know you can get into your mac uh you know most people have a display a keyboard and a mouse from their windows machine and right. they will work with the mac mini so for 600 bucks you get everything else you need. You get the operating system, all the software, and the guts, the, the CPU itself. So let's so, say you buy a Mac Mini. What software comes on that? Because I can tell you what comes on a PC when you get it, but tell me what comes on a Mac Mini. Okay. A Mac Mini, any any Mac, this is all Macs. They all have the same bundle on them. Mm-hmm. They come with um, Mac OS X Leopard, which includes mail, web browser, bunch of utilities, movie player, DVD player. Um, let me just open an applications folder, make sure I'm not missing anything. But it, it just basically all the software you need, it's got a, you know, a little notepad-type word processor and um, a chess game and a calculator. Okay, so the, the typical stuff, you know, you get a lot <laughs> of... Dictionary, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then you also get the iLife suite. And the iLife suite... People, people have heard of some of them. Uh, for example, iTunes is part of that suite. Right. iTunes is the, you know, but iTunes is available for Windows. It's the only one of them that is. Then there's the iMovie, an iPhoto for managing your photography. So iPhoto, for example, is kind of the low end of, it, of uh, Lightroom. It, but it's free with your Mac. When you, plug, mm-hmm. when you plug your digital camera into a Mac, iPhoto pops open and says, hey, Hi, I'm iPhoto. Want me to suck in all your pictures and organize them for you? Yeah, it is very seamless. I mean, I have a MacBook myself, and I was just amazed at, you know, you turn on the computer, it takes your picture with the built-in camera, and, you know, <laughs> you're, you're on the Internet in 30 seconds. I mean, it really is a very impressive thing. They've, they've just done a great job of making it very, very easy. And, and, you know, the other great thing is we have no viruses and malware. There really is, and I hate to say this on the radio, because some some guys out there going, well, then I'm going to invent one. You're right, exactly. I don't want to encourage them, but, you know, the fact is, since Mac OS X, which is six, seven years already, mm-hmm. there has been virtually no, mal- no malicious uh, software at all. I don't even... Oh, gosh, I shouldn't say this. Yeah, <laughs> go, go ahead, go for it. I don't run antivirus software on any of my Macs, because okay. it's a mess. It's like... It causes me way more trouble than it's going to prevent because there are no viruses right now. <laughs> I'm, so, you know, you're tempting me. I just want to go out now and write a virus for the Mac. Well, and you're not the only one, but yeah. Apple has done a pretty good job. Now, remember that Unix is, you know, 15, 20 years old. Right. And it's had, and because Mac OS X is Unix, it's had a lot of time to be bulletproofed. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what the finance, the financial community uses. This is what the the military uses. It, it, it's an operating system that's been tested under fire. And so a lot of the reason that it is secure isn't because Apple made it secure. It's because 
it had to be secure for the things it's been used for for the past 10 or 15 years. And what percentage today is the Mac audience? Well, it depends where you look, but my guess is that right now Apple is selling better than 1 in 10 PCs. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're probably into the 10% plus. Which, which is about know, a few years ago, A few years ago they were like 3%. So. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, it's a pretty big number, and when you look at the gross number, it's a lot of Macs. Well, it is a lot of Macs. I mean, I have to tell you that both my assistant, even though I'm still a PC guy, both my assistant and my son went out and bought MacBooks. Well, and because you can now run Windows so so easily on a Mac, you know, when they switched to the Intel processor, they really uh, took away the last big objection, which is I have a program that I must use that only runs under Windows, or I don't want to buy all new software. Right. And so now those two those two uh, objections are pretty much moot, because for so if you've got a copy of Windows, you say you've got a retail copy of Windows XP, um, you, you can use all of your old software, you can use all of your old data, you can even use your old hard disk if you put it in an external box and plug it into your Mac, mm-hmm. and you can use it without rebooting with a eighty dollars software such as Parallels Desktop or. Uh, Fusion, um, whatever, Fusion. There's, uh, I think there's even a third one now. Okay. And, and they make it so that you can just launch a Windows program while you're running Mac OS X. VMware Fusion, that's what its official name is. And they're really good. I mean, like, really, really good. People come over here that are Windows users, and I, I say, here, you want me to turn my Mac into a Windows machine for you? Mm-hmm. Would you be more comfortable? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's so much cl- cross-platforming. I mean, I'm looking, I'm sitting on my, I have a gateway uh, laptop computer, and I'm using Safari on it right now. <laughs> so, you know, all of a sudden and we iTunes, can... And iTunes, I bet. And iTunes, exactly. Well, yeah, because it comes right on to, you know, your first page that it comes up to is iTunes. Uh, so I use iTunes on my PC. I use Safari, although I am still an, an Internet Explorer fan. But you, so you do, and as you say, you can now run Windows. Now, do you think we're going to have a day where you can run Apple software on a PC? It'll be a cold day in Haiti. <laughs> so that's not going to happen, right? Well, yeah, that's part of the, that's part of the reason that Apple is special and Apple, um, has such a closed universe because they decided not to license. And the reason is, if they license, then they lose control of what, what speed hard disk you have, right. what kind of burner you have, what video uh, subsystem is in your machine. And because they control all that now, iMovie works, right. iDVD works. When you plug in a, a video camera, it works. You don't have to you know find drivers or update your your uh, video software, driver software, or um, buy something new. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with, with Apple in control of all, that, all those different functions, the operating system, the hardware, the software, the video, the storage, they, they are able, because of that, to ensure that things will work. You know, it's not like, I had a neighbor, that's a great story, my neighbor wanted to do all the things that I did, which was make movies and burn DVDs and work with digital photography. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do it on his Dell, and he didn't want to buy a Mac. And I said, well, it's going to be very difficult. And he said, well, I'm going to try. And he ordered a new Dell, and it was the one that was supposed to be already ready for him to edit video and burn DVDs. And he had the worst time. He he threw away about 30 or 40 discs. He, he called them coasters. <laughs> he said, I, I make a lot of coasters. I haven't made any DVDs yet. Wow. But I think I'm getting close. They told me that if I upgrade the BIOS on my something... And then um, 
get the new version of the software. And, and by the time he was done, he had spent over three thousand dollars wow. on what you could, you know, buy an iMac for what twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. With all that stuff on it, and it would work right out of the box. Now it's better today. You know, the PCs have more horsepower. The video cards have more horsepower. They have more video RAM. That mm-hmm. they're more capable. But even today, some of that stuff just doesn't work right out of the box. Where with Apple, you can take a brand new Mac home and be burning DVDs and mailing them to your grandparents the next day. It's, it's that easy. Yeah, it really is pretty amazing. And in fact, when, when we come back from break, I want to talk, you know, I'm a little bit lost these days in gigahertz ratings for computers. You know, I used to understand them, and now they've, you know, the AMD has one set up, and the Intel has another, and, you know, how fast is fast? I know that the Mac Mini has a 1.83 gigahertz, and then you can get the upgrade to 2 gigahertz. And I, what I want to know is, from a speed point of view, could you compare, when we come back, what the speed rating would be versus the speed of a PC, an equivalent PC? So I want to learn about that, and then just before we go to break, quickly give me your since you're a gamer, give me your favorite game. Well, lately I haven't been playing Mac games because they they take me away from real work. But I've gotten sucked into playing a lot of uh, iPhone games oh, because I've right. been reviewing them. So I keep saying to people, "Well, I'm not really playing games. I'm making money." I'm getting paid to review this game. <laughs> All right. Well, when we come back, I want to talk to you about the gaming because there is, we, we both know, there is a significantly more uh, variety of gaming for the PC than for the Mac. So we'll have to see. I want to get your opinion on what does a gamer do about that and can they buy a Mac. So don't go. We've got great stuff ahead, all kinds of things to talk about. 877-474-3302. We'll be right back on Computer and Technology Radio. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. If you shop or sell online, there's a revolutionary new product that you need to know about, the Buy Safe Shopping Advisor. If you're a shopper, simply download Buy Safe Shopping Advisor, a free toolbar that makes sure each purchase you make is completely risk-free. The Buy Safe Shopping Advisor gives you objective merchant ratings right alongside the search results. So you have the information you need to make a 100% safe and informed shopping decision before you buy. It also gives you exclusive access to a safe shopping portal where each purchase is guaranteed with a bond up to $25,000 and you get identity theft protection at no cost to you. Merchants should join BuySafe now so that shoppers who are looking for the best merchants can know that you are one and can find you in their search results. Either way, you can download Shopping Advisor now and find out more at www.buysafe.com slash radio or call 888-9-BONDED. Thanks. And buy safe. Kingston's line of Data Traveler USB drives makes the perfect pocket companion for all of your back-to-school storage needs. Today, you can throw away all of those notepads and sticky notes you've left all over your desk and computer to store your information. Kingston's USB drives are available in capacities from 2 gigabytes to 16 gigabytes. Transporting your schoolwork from the classroom to the library to your dorm is safe and easy. Multiple colors help organize your work by subject, and several levels of password and encrypted security means no one but you has access to that brilliant master thesis, innovative marketing plan, outrageous engineering designs, or photos from last night's frat party. When I look for something as critical as memory, my choice is always Kingston. 
for reliability, innovation, and really cool designs. Visit www.kingston.com for more information. Kingston Technology, committed to memory. Sales 101. It costs six to seven times more to get a new customer than it takes to keep a current customer. It takes, on average, seven touch points for a prospect to become a customer. I'm Jack Warren, Senior Sales VP of the WS Radio Networks, and I would like to let you in on one of our secrets. WS Radio has compiled hundreds of thousands of emails through dozens of targeted email lists. We stay in touch with our listeners, prospects via email, newsletters, and announcements. The man behind the scenes is the president of WS Radio known as Captain Email. Considered one of the top email marketers in the country, Captain Email is offering a free trial with no credit cards required, plus receive 10 proven email marketing tips on how to start and grow your own email marketing list at CaptainEmail.com. See for yourself how easy it is to do email marketing the right way at CaptainEmail.com. That's CaptainEmail.com. If you're a business owner or an executive responsible for winning government contracts from federal, state, local, or commercial contractors, go to Technologicsinc.com. Your company's success depends on your proposal team's ability to capture, plan, design, write, produce, price, and deliver winning proposals. For most companies, that means hiring staff or partnering with someone who knows their way around and through the proposal pressure pot, like Technologicsinc.com. We have a proven methodology for proposal success. We'll help you identify the right opportunities for your company, plus we can provide you with the people and the resources to get the job done. So if you're tired of wondering why you're not winning proposals and are eager to learn proven techniques that get results in contract awards, go to Technologicsinc.com. That's T-E-K-N-O-L-O-G-I-X-I-N-C.com. eBay sellers always ask what products to sell on eBay and where can they find them at wholesale prices. Now, WorldwideBrands.com announces their amazing answer. One Source, a new tool which gives sellers access to millions of quality products at wholesale prices. WorldwideBrands.com connects you to thousands of real, fully verified wholesale suppliers ready to work with eBay sellers or your money back, guaranteed. One Source contains drop shippers, light bulk wholesalers, liquidators, and importers, combined with powerful market research data that helps you decide what products to sell eBay Radio's product sourcing editors, WorldwideBrands.com, is a trusted eight-year veteran of the product sourcing industry. One source is the only product sourcing solution you'll ever need. Try our free preview at WorldwideBrands.com and take advantage of our limited-time introductory offer. That's WorldwideBrands.com. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to reach us, you can reach us at 877-474-3302. If you want to drop us an email, we get a lot of emails from listeners who listen to the podcast. You can get us at Mark and Marsha, that's M-A-R-C-A-N-D-M-A-R-A. M-A-R-S-H-A at gmail.com. So if you've got a question you want to ask us, we can certainly help you on the uh, Internet as well. And uh, we are uh, 
joined by Bob Levitas, who is Dr. Mac, filling in for Marcia today. Uh, Bob, thank you again for being with us, author of many, many books, including Mac OS uh, 10, Leopard for Dummies, iPhone for Dummies, and dozens of other books that he's written. So uh, the question, Bob, is, you know, gigahertz, it used to mean something, and obviously the more gigahertz, the faster the machine. But if you compared a 2 gigahertz Mac with a 2 gigahertz PC, they run about the same speed? Yeah, roughly. <clears throat> it it uh, you know it's hard to compare because there's so many things that have an impact on it. The speed of your hard disk, video subsystem, mm-hmm. the the uh, internal bus. I, I'd say it's roughly the same. So if you've got a two gigahertz PC and a two gigahertz Mac, things are probably pretty close. Now the, let's go to gaming for a second. It's an interesting debate, and for many many years the debate, and I think it still is true, that the magnitude of software you can get on the gaming side for your PC is still greater than what you can get on Mac. Is that still a true premise? Well, if you're a hardcore gamer, you probably would be best served by a high-end gaming style PC. You know, okay. something with a with a huge video and, and a honking processor, lots of memory, fast hard disk. Um, but remember that you can, using Apple's free boot camp, mm-hmm. you can boot your Mac into Windows, which makes it like, you know, uh, a regular, I don't know, run-of-the-mill, I'd say, desktop or laptop PC. Mm-hmm. No, no overhead from running an emulator or emulation. You're running actual Windows on the Mac hardware. So unless you're playing really, really demanding games, a MacBook Pro is probably... Uh, as good as a mid-range laptop from Dell or HP or Sony. So the video card you get in your MacBook Pro is going to be the equivalent to a gaming card? Uh, the new MacBook Pro is, uh, let me see what the spec is, but it's like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if, it's like a gaming card. It's just the fastest video card that's ever the, the, been in a the, Mac the, laptop. Okay. You know, I um, don't know how it compares to today's, Gaming video cards, it probably, I don't know, but it's, it, it depends what games you play, too. I play certain games, I, I've been, I was just, to test stuff, I play a pinball game, mm-hmm. just to see if I can play pinball in emulation, and I can do that. So, you know, it, it depends how demanding the game you want to play is going to be. Yeah, and I wish, you know, if someone could either write us or happen to be listening and call us and have done this, I'd love to see if you can play some of the more intense PC games in, a, in an emulation on a Mac, because they do get pretty intensive on some of those games. I don't know about an emulation, but I bet in boot camp you can play almost all of those games. Yeah, I would bet. Um, maybe not with the frame rate turned all the way up in the highest right. resolution mode. But you're not going to get that on a, on a standard desktop PC or, no, that's or a laptop true. PC either. I will tell you, we'll go to break shortly, but I will tell you that I have pretty much, I've been a gamer my whole life, and I have pretty much stopped playing gaming on computers at all. And <laughs> I, I was going to say, me too. I've got yeah. an Xbox 360. Right. And- you know, when we want a game, that's what we do. Well, I do the same thing. I have a PS3 and I have an Xbox 360. I mean, I have a Wii, and you know, <laughs> most of that's well, a lot of it's. I say it's for testing purposes. Right. Uh, but it, I will tell you that I find that when you play a game on a computer. It creates issues for you. It creates certainly on a PC Windows issues. You know, sometimes you'll get interrupted in the middle of the game, and pretty seamlessly, if you play a gaming console, that's not an issue anymore. Absolutely not. Plus, the the frame rates and resolutions on those gaming consoles is just beyond even the best. 
gaming PC for six or seven grand or ten grand. Exactly, exactly. And if you buy a PlayStation Three, you get one of the better Blu-ray players with it. That's so not, we're thinking about sw- either switching or adding a PS3 to our mix here. Yeah, so I mean, we I'm, have a Blu-ray player. My my favorite is the PS3 because it's all self-contained. The Blu-ray is beautiful, and the gaming is pretty equivalent. You know, there are a couple of games that you can get exclusively for one versus the other. You know, when we come back from break, Bob, I want to talk some more about gaming. Since now I know you're an Xbox 360 guy, let's talk about what you're playing. Are you playing Rock Band? What are the different things that you're doing? Because the holidays are coming up, and we want to make recommendations. And I'm also going to talk about Quantum of Solace, which is the new video game that just came out. And I also saw the movie, and it was a fun movie if you like the James Bond films. So we got that ahead, and more Mac stuff, and more PC stuff. Don't go away. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Kingston's line of Data Traveler USB drives makes the perfect pocket companion for all of your back-to-school storage needs. Today, you can throw away all of those notepads and sticky notes you've left all over your desk and computer to store your information. Kingston's USB drives are available in capacities from 2 gigabytes to 16 gigabytes. Transporting your schoolwork from the classroom to the library to your dorm is safe and easy. Multiple colors help organize your work by subject, and several levels of password and encrypted security means no one but you has access to that brilliant master thesis, innovative marketing plan, outrageous engineering designs, or photos from last night's frat party. When I look for something as critical as memory, my choice is always Kingston. For reliability, innovation, and really cool designs, visit www.kingston.com for more information. Kingston Technology, committed to memory. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. 